0: Before we get into this week's edition of the Bloom Files, I wanted to squeeze in a couple of quick seconds and talk about our sponsor for this week, Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Now, if you excuse me, I got some case opening to do. Truth is out there. And here, who knows? Either way, we are opening up the Bloom files here on Post Show Recaps and X Files First Watch slash Rewatch Podcast. Hello, everybody. Mike Bloom, ready to submerge myself into the ice bath that is not one, but two episodes of the X Files Season 2 Colony and Endgame. I am, of course, joined by my partner on this case as well as my wife, Angela Bloom. Or are you? I am! Are you sure? Yes! Oh, wait, I'm sure you're you, but is there not like a closet full of clones of uh, you that I'm going to find uh, out about at some uh, point?
1: Oh, um, no?
0: I'll take you at face value <laughs> for right now, until I find multiple ones of you wearing many different outfits, like walking in so at the same So many different
1: outfits. <laughs>
0: I loved it. It was like a, as someone who enjoyed Orphan Black back in the day. Oh, it really true. Took, me, took me back to Clone Club.
1: You were a big fan of that show.
0: So let's get into this week, because, uh... We kind of have to start with a bit of a mea culpa.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. My fault. (laughs) So
0: we were we as we talked at the end of last week's podcast, we said, "Okay, we're just going to do a one off about end game. And then we watch the first minute of Endgame. And I was
1: like, oh, wait, this is a two-part episode. They a doy.
0: They did, like, a previously on, basically. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't say previously on, but it's a montage right. of all these things that I have never seen before in my life.
1: Yeah, no, I forgot. I mean, honestly, Endgame is the better of the two, because it's the culmination of yeah, the two-arc episode, but in my mind, I was just like, oh, yeah, Endgame's a great episode. We should watch that, and just totally forgot about Colony.
0: Yeah, I think Spencer compares it to, like, if you watched Avengers Endgame, I Frankly enough, without watching Avengers yeah. Infinity War, it's, yeah. it's a good episode, but you're going to be incredibly confused.
1: Yeah, and they also, they started off Endgame with... Uh with like a really really fast recap of what happened in the previous Incredibly episode quickly. they were like and then there were clones and the DNA and the hybrids and the it, it was like
0: I was X and I was just getting pummeled by this form of Agent Skinner in the way of so much exposition at once so suffice it to say I think we watched like five minutes of Endgame and well, I said i, kept I've, saying I've I was got to like, watch Colony yeah I
1: was like we should go back and watch Colony and you were like nope we told everyone to Endgame we're going to watch Endgame and I was like we should we should watch Colony now
0: so apologies about that sorry it's okay you know We we try to, you know, be as mistake-free as possible, but we are human. We are not alien. We are human at the end of the day. So we're going to talk about Colony and Endgame, a big Mm two-parter. And I have to say, Angela, Season 2 has continued to show how much I think it subverts my expectations of the X-Files, because we dealt with a really emotional arc Mm -hmm. in last week, and this week... This honestly felt more to me like an action thriller. Yeah, it was like Mission Impossible. Yeah, than it did science fiction proper.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's pretty true to the the series as a whole, that it does flip-flop a bit. It goes from sort of action thriller adventure to more of an emotional story to, you know, funny to just like kooky. And I think it's, you know, it's good that it has those levels. I also think that this sort of vibe to the series is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer, like, the more fun, kooky, like, ones that have kind of heart to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's enjoyable, and it gives you a lot, a lot of the mythos of mm-hmm. the X-Files. So Yeah, I can
0: imagine that the whole colonization Idea, while it was just mm-hmm. sort of thrown out by not Samantha Mulder in, in Endgame, I'm assuming that's going to bear a lot more fruit. Yeah,
1: later and the whole you know we have been abducting people to you know splice their DNA with that aliens. Rears ugly head again, <laughs> yeah, and then and then all of the um, the bounty hunter stuff. I mean that's like new. Like that guy is an alien.
0: I love this idea <laughs> that I, I feel like and it, I guess it's the benefit of the format that we're doing this that I get introduced to like all of these baddies who are just going to keep. It's almost like the Rogues Gallery. Of the X-Files, right? Because you have yeah. this alien bounty hunter. We talked about CryCheck. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that crew cut guy who killed uh who killed Deep the Throat. Cleaner. One, who killed Deep 1.0, exactly. So I do love this idea of being introduced to I wouldn't say the big bads, because I guess the big bads are aliens okay. at large, but like definitely some well, of the, the nemesis. Not
1: even, though. I feel like the big bads are like the government. <laughs> yeah. That's true
0: to a certain extent. At least not this episode. We no, didn't really not focus this in on episode. this episode. More so the Aliens disguising themselves as government operatives are the big bad in this episode. Yes.
1: And then the bounty hunter who is just like crazy.
0: (laughs) Well, let's, let's start with Colony here and we'll, we'll do a a sizable job of, I think, recapping Colony as well for those that, that were not privy to the announcement that we made that we'd be covering this as well. But I mean, even watching Colony, this one also drops super confusing in the middle of stuff, right? (laughs) It's in media res. It's a flash forward really to the end of Endgame where Mulder is, you know, flatlining. His face looks super puffy once again, like he had been exposed to the green blood, like he did in yeah. the season one finale. Uh, and so while Mulder is giving this narration about Samantha's abduction and how that was the linchpin that really guided his his influences and his beliefs, he's being taken to some sort of ER slash lab, and Scully comes in basically saying... It's like, like a
1: military hospital. Yeah,
0: and but Scully's basically yelling at the doctor, saying, no, 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 you have to keep him cold. And then he flatlines, and so I the, immediately the first thing that I thought was Mulder's a reptile, uh, that he is cold-blooded, or he's some. That's dr- where you went. I mean, I was thinking lizard person. You know, oh, they, they, they have to stay in the cold. That's where they they're most hospitable. No, no. Mm-mm. I'm assuming there were going to be like lizard people. Oh yeah, the show. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Yes. There's a whole episode about it. Oh
0: yeah, I'm I, I'm surprised there's only one episode about it.
1: <laughs> there's but, probably multiple.
0: But we we go back in time here because that's going to be a nice little nugget. Two weeks
1: earlier. Yeah,
0: basically it's like a spoonful of dessert before you dig into the meal. Yeah. Proper. Um, but we we go back to a boat that is in the middle of the Beaufort
1: Sea. I think is the name of it. It's, it's somewhere I didn't, I somewhere didn't like know. the
0: Alaska Arctic. It, it's cold.
1: Yes, it's in like it's in the cold ocean. The
0: cold ocean, and basically they see like a light just hovering mm-hmm. over the cold ocean. Very spoopy. And then it cl- and then it crashes. Yes. And the story that is being put forward is that, okay, this aircraft was, I guess, a Russian plane that had somehow crashed. But there was one guy aboard, and we rescued him. Always the Russians. And the news is playing at, uh, at what we find out later is an abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. And there's this bald doctor who's staring at it. And then just immediately takes off.
1: He's like, Rutro? Yeah, he says, oh,
0: something's wrong here. And we'll find out much later, obviously, why that face is not so good to him. But apparently it's too late. Yeah,
1: no, he's already there, which is wild. Like, how do you get there?
0: Yeah, and so we're introduced almost immediately to the aforementioned alien bounty hunter, which is so evocative of the the Terminator to
1: me. Now, did you do any research on this
0: actor? I did a little bit because I believe this is a Star Trek regular.
1: Star Trek regular. He was on Charmed. He was Mm -hmm. on, like, all of the 90s TV shows. Like, yeah, I, I
0: seem to recall particularly, I think he played like a few roles in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Cause I feel like he has, the reason why he was cast is because he had like a very distinctive face. Yeah,
1: his face is super distinctive. And I imagine that it would work really well with the like Star Trek mm-hmm. vibe of an alien for sure.
0: Yeah, cause he is one. Uh, and he is also going to Pull a little bit, I know I said Terminator, but he reminds me a bit of uh, Anton Shigar from There Will Be Blood, because he has a weapon that he's brandishing throughout these Well, you these keep saying episodes.
1: Terminator, but he was in Terminator, apparently. He was? Yeah, apparently he and Bill Paxton had minor roles as punk thugs. Thanks, Wiki.
0: <laughs> so was he one of those uh, biker guys that the
1: Terminator asked for his clothes? I've seen Terminator maybe once in my life, so I don't know. Terminator 1 or Terminator 2? I've seen... None of them. I don't remember. What? I don't <laughs> you understand. You went back on it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember seeing A-Terminator when I was younger, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Mm. So,
0: basically, the alien bounty hunter is going to be wielding a very simple weapon. It looks like, I think they refer to it as an ice pick yes. behind the scenes, but it's basically like a handle with a little pole.
1: It's like a handle with like a knitting needle on it's like
0: it. It's like a screwdriver.
1: No, it's like a handle with like a knitting needle. It has a pointy end.
0: Yeah, like a screwdriver. Oh my god. Like a nice... Phillips head screwdriver, but he pokes the doctor, and it's revealed that okay, maybe the doctor had a reason to
1: run because he's got green blood. He's got green blood, and he also pokes him directly in the back of the neck, which is like the only place apparently these guys can be pokeded
0: <laughs> or gumbeed. We did get something from from Spencer about you know the the difference with the green blood because we experienced yes. the green blood back with Doctor Sakare and all the fish mm-hmm. tank people in the Erlenmeyer flask. He theorizes that like those people, the first sort of genetically engineered human-alien hybrids, were sort of version 1.0. Yes. And then these are sort of version 2.0. That's why there are similar reactions to the blood, right? Yeah, but it's not
1: exactly the same. This one
0: is much more toxic and deadly. This is like your... And also, these ones turn to goo when they're not immersed in cold.
1: Yeah, and so all of these like colonists aliens are shapeshifters as mm-hmm. well. So there's like this, this ability for him to like shift into whoever he wants to be. So there's a, there's a confusion as to the clones and then the bounty hunter. And if yeah. they're one in the same, and I think they are sort of similar.
0: Um, but yeah, but I think it's, it's a matter of, as we'll find out later that like,
1: these, it's actually very similar. There's more than one alien bounty hunter, let's just put it that way. He's not the only one. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, we've seen the Mandalorian, we know there are many bounty hunters. I think it's comparable to the Erlenmeyer flask though, where, again, it's these aliens sort of going rogue from the original project, doing human-alien hybrids, and then sort of like the big heads of whatever colony this is, said, that's a no-no, we're going to send someone to eradicate you.
1: Yeah, exactly. They were like, this is not, this was not in the plans. Um, But... They uh, so this guy dies and we flash forward to Mulder in his office looking at his obituary. Yeah. yeah.
0: And one of many obituaries because basically Mulder and Scully realize that there are three doctors who happen to all work in abortion clinics, all died in massive fires and all look exactly the same. Yeah, and I
1: think they mentioned it later that they work at the abortion clinics because of the stem cells. Yeah,
0: because they need access to fetal <laughs> tissue. Though I will say... I was, yeah,
1: no, they didn't say stem cells. They said, we need access to fetal tissue. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it's
0: not exactly the most humane way of speaking about it. I will say, uh, the the use of the abortion clinic, I found strangely i think liberal
1: yeah they, for, it, for, they for didn't use, even mention it
0: for the use in like 1994 i thought you could absolutely do like a whole different thing about like
1: no they were just like yeah they casually work in abortion clinics Yeah, I was big deal.
0: For, especially for the early 90s props that felt, to them that felt uh unusual for, ahead of the time perhaps uh, yeah but basically you know they're they're sort of working their way across the east coast uh this the killings are at yes. least so they're, they're essentially trying to find who is the next doctor? It's tough to do in an age where there's no reverse image search on Google. Well, so
1: what they did find was that the pro- basically a pro-life priest had interviewed one of the doctors in syracuse and that's how they found it so i guess they do sort of dive into like pro-life
0: i do like the the sassy person uh when they Mulder and scully are sort of like accessing uh because there's a tip line right in that newspaper article about if you've seen this call the tip line and they like oh yeah how would you access the voicemail and she says well you would start by paying the bill
1: they're the fbi lady yeah she was just like you can just pay the bill they can
0: arrest you for that yeah obstruction of justice i
1: thought she was pretty sassy but you know what she's just doing her job yeah but
0: suffice it to say they are too late uh the doctor well they don't realize that but basically they're they're directed to syracuse shout out to josh wiggler and emily fox (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, but luckily i guess for them they were not involved in this the doctor in syracuse has been stabbed, the bounty hunter has, has caught on to But they it.
1: bring with them Barrett, who is a FBI agent in the area. Right,
0: so he basically they basically call the the the, field the, local. Office, the local. The local FBI in Syracuse, and say, hey, can you check in on this? He does. It does not go well. Poor Barrett! Yeah, he gets killed off-screen by the bounty hunter, when he'll become actually a big key part of Scully's discovery later on. But at the moment, we start to really see his shape-shifting abilities yeah. when... Quote unquote, Barrett says, Oh, Mulder, Scully, so great to meet you in person. Uh, nothing happened. You can go home. It's okay. And then I would say a pretty good effect for the early nineties transforms into the bounty hunter when it turns out that, like, there's just like, oh, like little Barrett cuddled up in the trunk in his tiny white. He does look really weird in the
1: trunk. I will say that. Yeah, it looks like he's napping. Yeah, but he's dead.
0: (laughs) So Skinner, I mean, Skinner's going to find that out later on. Uh, suffice it to say, he is not happy.
1: Yeah, no, so Skinner calls into his office and he's like, we have a dead FBI agent. You're grounded, mister. Yeah, like, this case is closed. Enough. Be done now.
0: No TV, but you know what? As much email as you want to. There was so much email talk in these two episodes.
1: Yeah, and then the part where Mulder goes missing later and Scully, like, gets the email and, like, reads it like it's like a diary. Yeah, well,
0: I think something that I hadn't seen up to this point is Scully's gonna call Mulder and she has her her fun, you know, Harry Potter glasses on. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize she has, like, a big-ass computer and i think she her does. home. yeah she has like a desktop in her home yeah i think we've only seen that from Mulder's perspective yes. you know when they were trying the passwords and everything i didn't yeah and that, that was Scull- in his
1: office Yeah, i didn't
0: think scully had a home computer as well
1: Well, she has to do a lot of field notes she yeah, has I to do an autopsy report she has to
0: do her her carry from sex in the city <laughs> loved it and i began to realize maybe i'm the x in the x-files
1: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: but there's an also a really fun other 90s call out of scully saying I'm sending you a digitally scanned photograph that I found. <laughs> You
1: loved that. You were like, that's hilarious. But at the time,
0: it's like, wow, I can't believe photos can exist on computers. Yeah, now. no, it is true. It's true. Yeah, but they find out that they're actually, they don't even need to go up to Syracuse because there was a doctor in their own backyard.
1: Yeah, so they find this other guy and he, I guess they have to go, like, question him.
0: Yeah, but also they sort of get a visit here from Agent Chapel. I think his name is. So he's, he's another FBI agent and he tries to give his own version. And we know that this is, this is the ABA. So
1: no, he's the CIA officer. Okay. CIA,
0: FBI. So many acronyms.
1: Yeah. So he tells them he's CIA and that these doctors are clones from a Soviet genetics program. Again, the Russians. Yeah. And that
0: and that they were, the Russians created these people to station them at abortion clinics so that at a signal from the Russians, yes. they would sabotage the country's immune system, which, uh, timely.
1: Yeah, wild. But I also think it's, like, very funny that up until this point we're talking about, we were not even mentioning the aliens, and then all of a sudden they come in with this, like, this is a red herring! Well, like, the, it's just, like, dangling in front of you. That being
0: said, though, given what the X-Files is and how sometimes they do these... Im- yeah. I mean, even in the pilot when Walter's like, oh, yeah, and then this happened, and then this happened. Like, I was totally fine with taking this at face value about Project but there, I
1: Didn't you think that, like, this guy was fishy, though? Like, you didn't think for a minute that he was, like, a little bit weird. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess that's the point of this episode, right? Is when you have a shapeshifter, that's, again, going back to Star Trek Deep yes. Space Nine, that's the whole onus of the Dominion, is when you have a shapeshifter in your midst, who can you truly trust? Which is also, I think, a big theme of the X-Files. <laughs>
1: Everyone's gonna get that reference. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So, apparently, the, the Gregors are in trouble... Because the, per, the the Bounty Hunter is a Russian spy sent to put the kibitz on the project. Yeah. like, you might get found out. And so, the Bounty it's like Hunter is saying... very elaborate. And so, apparently, the Gregors were the ones that had contacted the X-Files. Because mm-hmm. they said, oh, I heard you're looking into this. Help! Help, help us, please. please! And all of our festive outfits.
1: Yeah, so, at the same time, I think that they are... Scully is performing an autopsy.
0: Uh, this—that's going to be later on near the end of this. Because first we have to go visit the local Gregor.
1: Ah, uh, yes, local, Dickens. Yeah, your local Gregor, where he is
0: with this curly-haired woman who we're not going to see later on, but she's going to become real pertinent yeah, very soon. Yeah. But basically, they show up with Chapel. Dickens takes one look at, at Chapel and gets the Dickens out of there. He, he does jumps out the window. How did he know though? Yeah, I guess maybe he—you can like he could dis- sense it. Yeah, like you. Oh, that's a good call. Maybe. And
1: because, or maybe he he's used
0: that form before. Do you think, like, aliens get a sense when they're around other aliens?
1: Like pheromones?
0: Yeah, or like just just like a spidey sense or something. I don't know. Like, he just gets a sense that something's off. Maybe there's a giveaway that, that the shapeshifter has that humans don't know about. I,
1: I couldn't speak to that, because I'm human. 100%. Well we, <laughs>
0: well, we get a chase sequence where Mulder... Straight up gets hit by a car.
1: He does. He gets hit by a car and, and he, like, goes, I'm I'm no, he goes, fine no, he goes, I've got the wind knocked out of me. No, you probably got several
0: bones knocked <laughs> yeah. out of you if you had gotten actually car. He's like, by I'm good.
1: Just got the wind knocked out of me. And he's just like,
0: Oh, well, uh, you know, if skin or I got hit by a car. Don't laugh that off, yeah. sir.
1: I mean, he did though. He got hit by a car.
0: Yeah. He got hit by a car. And, but you know, every- everything's fine, I suppose, but basically Dickens got away from Mulder and Scully. We'll find out later that Chapel is going to sort of dispose about him.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. So Scully is now becoming really skeptical, uh, especially like she's seen the green goo. Uh, yeah, she, she's like,
1: what's going on? This like, is suspicious. She's
0: basically saying, Mulder, I, I don't think we should fully push all of our chips into the Agent Chapel
1: yeah.
0: side of the, of the table here. And Mulder's saying, like, oh no, you're just being paranoid. Which, Which is, is again, wild. A, a very fun reversal of roles yeah. from all pot, kettle. <laughs>
1: so she does an autopsy on, on Beckett? Beckett? Beckett. Beckett. And uh, finds that his blood is coagulated. It's
0: like jelly, and I'm sure everyone would want to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich after that comparison. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. Disgusting. Um, but yeah, so I guess it's like he has a really high red blood cell, cell count, and um, his blood is all goopy. Yeah,
0: coagulated, I think, is, is, is the way that I they said put that. it. I that. Did, did you or did I? I literally just said this blood was coagulated. Oh my god, my mind's been messed with. Oh no! Your powers, your pheromones. <laughs> but That's true. Maybe it's because I was called away mentally for a hot second, much like Mulder is mm-hmm. due to a quote-unquote family emergency.
1: Yeah, like a real one, though.
0: What an emergency it is. Yeah, I guess it's weird I say, that
1: he wouldn't say it over the phone, though. Yeah, more I will so say. like a
0: family miracle.
1: Yeah, family miracle. And surprise, surprise! Let's talk about...
0: Mulder's parents here, yes. Mister and Mrs. Mulder. Do you remember if we meet them in a previous episode, or is this like I don't the, the first debut I th- of them? I
1: think perhaps we meet his mother in mm-hmm. a previous episode. She's, she's
0: kind of uh, not, she's not a she's a big
1: she's a big character in the X Files, so mm-hmm. get it's, used to seeing her.
0: It's interesting though because I feel like she's relatively, you know on the DL in She is episodes.
1: on the DL in these two episodes, but her presence looms large because yeah. you can tell that there's a bit of bad blood between Mulder and daddy. Bad coagulated blood. Bad coagulated yeah.
0: blood. I mean, I'll say it flat out. Mulder's dad is a jerk.
1: Yeah, and there are a few episodes actually of the X-Files where they do, like the one with the cigarette smoking man where we go into the past and you learn all about mm-hmm. him, there's one where it focuses on Bill, um, and you That's learn... That's his name, Bill? His name is Bill Mulder. Bill Mulder? hmm but he named his son Fox.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I do like the fact that despite Mulder's insistence, his parents do indeed call him Fox.
1: Yeah, and he's part of something you'll find out about, like, and it's, like, all tied into the conspiracies and mm-hmm. everything like that, and it's all, you know, he's not just his dad, but...
0: His dad also has, like, a big Jay Leno chin. I noticed that from the- a <laughs> <laughs> saw him in profile when they're out on the po- yeah. porch. It is, it is di- I mean this is an episode that is full of people with distinct faces, I would say,
1: yeah, and I think also like he has a lot of secrets that you'll find out about to an extent, but I think that there's obviously some sort of you know n- on top of the fact that Bill Mulder is um a bit suspicious mm-hmm. uh. He obviously wasn't, like, the best father to to Foxy.
0: I will say, oh, that's a lovely Foxy nickname. Cleopatra. I will say, oh, come on, thank you for the Austin Powers 3 reference. You're welcome. I'm sure you've seen that more than The Terminator. Yeah. I will say, Bill Mulder sounds like the name of an FBI agent more than Fox Mulder does, actually. Fox I'm- Mulder sounds more like a spy, and Bill Mulder sound- more sounds like an FBI agent.
1: Yeah, I actually don't remember, but is he a former FBI? Maybe he's something. He's like some government guy.
0: Well, he's definitely irascible, but I mean, he's shell shocked at the moment because Samantha mm-hmm. is back. She back. She back. She's still bringing up Stratego
1: as like a little mousy, like
0: skinny lady. Yeah, like little little precocious. Seems like a. You know, even though Sheen Mulder had gotten into an argument during her abduction, it's water under the bridge as she will soon be under. Well, a bridge. yeah. So
1: her story is that she was abducted and brought back, but she didn't remember anything.
0: Right. Until she underwent hypnotherapy. I also liked how she was talking about how initially, what's the term? She was diagnosed with free floating anxiety. Yes. That is the oddest. <laughs> is that what term. I have? Yeah. I was going to say, do we just all suffer from. F-
1: is what? that the is that the human condition? As opposed to what, like tied down anxiety, anchored anxiety? Well, there are different types of anxiety. You know this. I have particip per- what precip where you'd like
0: particip- precipitatory.
1: Precipitatory anxiety. I think
0: you might have precipitatory anxiety. I think I do too. You know, I don't like participating No, in it, things.
1: It's where you um are like in anticipatory. anticipatory. <laughs>
0: We they looked at each other and had the exact same revelation at the same time yeah
1: where you like have anxiety about like things
0: to come right but how how free floating is that in your opinion is it in the fish tank is it sunk at the bottom
1: i'm always sunk at the bottom of the bu- fish how tank buoyant is your
0: anxiety is a good question not to ask. buoyant
1: it's like a big old brick <laughs> it's a
0: dense brick <laughs> yeah, at the bottom of the aquarium
1: but yeah so that was a weird weird phrase
0: Speaking of aquarium, let's let's go to Scully's side of things because while Mulder's been called away and he he just sort of up and leaves without telling. Sorry, Scully. I just did a
1: little research. Bill Mulder is part of the State Department.
0: Okay, so again, it's all these like various branches of the government. Trade. Yeah,
1: he began working in government and ended up in the State Department.
0: So Scully uh, has now found an address that was on the handbag of Dickens, and she decides to do her a little bit of her own investigation and here she finds a lab with Mm -hmm. you know a bunch of yeah this
1: really grossed me out this really like gave me like the heebie-jeebies especially
0: the image of when the abh steps on yeah oh god that really made me upset
1: also like they're little baby aliens little
0: baby alien humans
1: yeah, they're little babies.
0: So Samantha tells Mulder the I don't even say capital T truth. That's still, it's still lowercase T because <laughs> they're aliens. She, she hasn't herself admitted her role in this, but she is the daughter of one of the Gregors. She was the daughter of Dick, adopted daughter. Yeah, and basically says that like. They're aliens, and this is an alien bounty hunter that has been sent to kill them, and Mulder's like,
1: oh,
0: crap, I shouldn't have trusted Chapel." Yeah,
1: exactly, and then he's like, gotta call Scully, hang on.
0: <laughs> yeah, Samantha also says, and maybe this again speaks towards like the alien, you know, respect alien thing, that the bounty hunter is a shapeshifter, but she can recognize him.
1: Yes, and so, I mean, it all sounds like very suspicious. Mm-hmm. I think that's meant to be the case where you kind of are like, why is Mulder like just believing this at face value? And then you come to realize it's because she said he was she was Samantha. And he's always blinded when Samantha's in involved.
0: Yeah, that's the thing as well, is that I think what we're really going to get out of Mulder in these two episodes is how for him it's sort of like the needs of the one outweigh the mm-hmm. needs of the many that he is going to relentlessly pursue finding out the truth about this Samantha stuff and getting her back, even yeah. when it's putting so much at risk.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so Scully
0: is trying to be as DL... As possible, <laughs> Yes, this
1: is like covert Scully, undercover Scully with she a got, hoodie. Yeah,
0: with a hoodie on, on her local bus, with like a big-ass chunky Yeah, she phone. basically,
1: so Samantha says that the bounty hunter is going to come after her after he's killed all the clones, mm-hmm. and Scully's like, yeah, I'm definitely in trouble, I need to go hide. Right,
0: because she felt like she was followed from the lab. She felt
1: like she was followed from the lab, she felt like somebody was in her home, Um, so she's like, I'm going to go to a hotel, she calls Mulder and tells him where she's going to be, like leaves him a voicemail, but she like covertly goes to this hotel
0: yeah but first actually she's gonna we got things out of her. she does go oh, to the lab sorry she goes well i think she stopped by the lab and now she I goes see. back to the lab and this is where she runs into the gregors
1: yeah she meets them all and also i guess what does she find out while she's there well basically i think she just finds
0: out actually what uh you know what travel was actually giving out earlier that indeed like the gregors were a bunch of clones and that all look the same, just wearing a bunch of different outfits. And that right, way. and
1: she's going to keep them safe.
0: Yeah, at least at the moment. Supposedly. And that falls through. Uh, yeah, that's al- her plan. Almost immediately. But essentially, this entire last, like, ten minutes is just Mulder and Scully playing phone tag.
1: Yeah, for sure, on her giant phone.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued, because Mulder, you know, Scully tells Mulder, I'm going to this hotel. Mulder calls the hotel before she checks in. Should she have used her real name when checking into the hotel?
1: Did she even say her name when she checked in?
0: Well, yeah, you know, she wasn't going to, but Mulder asked, like, hey, "Is Agent Scully is? Dana oh, yeah. Scully so it's there? kind of
1: like his his thing. Like he shouldn't have. Yeah, like, Mister
0: Mixer. What he should have been like? Mox is there folder? a redhead here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, you know, he, they should probably come up with some pseudonyms to use. Mulder himself uses pseudonyms many some. times. Yeah. So basically, again, it's another misconnection. He calls the hotel mm-hmm. right before she gets. There, she yeah. checks in, and so we find out that you know, hey, here comes Mulder walking into the hotel, being like Scully. It's okay. I'm here. Cut to phone call from
1: Mulder. Yeah, it's not Mulder. Yeah, she's not in the room with Mulder. Yeah,
0: Mulder is not in the room where it happens.
1: Not in the room where it happens. He's there uh, on the phone. All
0: right. Where it happens. We leave things at a cliffhanger there, and we're going to leave you all at a cliffhanger for a brief second as we hear a word from our sponsors. All right, we move from Colony into endgame technically the first episode that i watched briefly out of these two
1: yeah i don't think you got spoiled though it was no, like just uh, this bit about the molder thing
0: yeah there were some twists and turns and now i actually understood the previously on and even then the episode doesn't start picking up right from where it left off no
1: not at all which i think is good because now we're back
0: in the arctic in the beaufort sea or whatever it's called mm-hmm, where there's mm-hmm. a sub underneath it sees a mysterious object and basically there's a loud droning sound that knocks out the power on the sub, stranding it below the ice.
1: Yeah, but I think before that, they're told to fire on it, like the mysterious object.
0: Just what we assume is that like the UFO that crashed, that the the alien bounty hunter was pulled out of. And that there was
1: a sub nearby, and they were like, fire, fire, but it was like they couldn't, and then they got cold. (laughs) And then
0: they got cold. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So we pick things up after that, right where we left off, where Scully catches on immediately she pulls a gun on him and then he like throws brutalizes her, yeah. her he throws her into a wall he throws her into a glass table it's not good to see i didn't like it apparently uh according to some behind the scenes stuff they had to add scully's grunt as she gets thrown through the table because they feared that people would think scully died yeah, maybe. A glass yeah. table.
1: <laughs> that but makes sense to me <laughs>
0: here we are Angela scully has been kidnapped again. yeah
1: i know and that's why it was so funny when we were picking this episode i was like it'll actually be interesting to do after we do um after we do all of the Dwayne Barry stuff because it'll be like again she's kidnapped it, yeah i hate to say it won't be the last time i mean i've seen a
0: fair amount of that there was even back with the uh, the tomb stuff right like, yeah trying uh-huh. to kidnap Scully. and there's and an
1: episode that we didn't watch and i believed the first season that was like this guy who was like obsessed with her like obsessed with like hair and nails like he was like total creepo and liked her red hair and like wanted to wash it and he like kidnaps her. Poor Scully.
0: (laughs) For many many reasons Uh, poor Scully so you know basically now we go back to Mulder and quote unquote Samantha. Mulder is very skeptical now about this this revelation and then this is when Samantha provides this giant game-changing actual expo dump that, basically, there's been a, an alien race that's mm-hmm. been trying to produce a colony since the 40s. They were unable to do so. These doctors have sort of struck out on their own to try to combine alien and human DNA to help populate right, the colony. Right, because
1: the colonization effort was deemed, like, not good by the actual alien race, mm-hmm. the bounty hunters, because it'll, like... um I guess, like, taint their bloodline. Right. No,
0: it's it's very much, like, odd eugenic stuff where, like, yes. these aliens believe they are the master species. They think that they are going to inherit the Earth after the humans.
1: Yeah, and so this whole, like, colonization effort of, of them coming here was meant for them to come here, not to, like, build out hybrids, but the hybrids are happening.
0: Yeah, so basically, Mulder is all a tizzy uh to the point well because he goes to the hotel right and he sees that she's gone he uh pulls a gun at skinner who's at his door thinking that he's the bounty hunter Mm -hmm. it's very clear that now Mulder is really taking the trust no one deep throats last words for meaning just meaning that in a very different way but he's going to get a call very quickly uh from scully to basically say this guy is willing to trade me for samantha
1: yeah at a bridge
0: yeah. And so they, they go to a bridge. You know, Mulder has talked to Skinner at this point where he's sitting with a sharpshooter.
1: Yeah. Cause that's, I don't, I think we'll get more into this, but this is like one of Skinner's, like, um, I think he talks about it in that previous episode where he says he was like a, a ranger and mm-hmm. like he shot that kid, but like he's, it's his thing. He's yeah. a good, he's a good shot.
0: Yeah. But I think he's, he's sitting, he's not taking the shot. He's sitting with a sniper.
1: Oh, really? I thought he was the sharpshooter.
0: No, it was, it was him oh. and the sharpshooter. Maybe he's, he's giving advice.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's Sorry. The
0: guy, he's the guy over his shoulder. But it's also because Samantha is trying to like get in Mulder's ear, saying, no, 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 there's one very specific place to kill him. I know where it is. And unfortunately, that's going to kind of get this version of the clone killed. Yes. Because on the bridge, the trade is made, and Samantha goes rogue. Yeah, tries starts to, attacking a yeah, yeah, bounty tries, hunter. Tries to stab and- him. And of course, this giant man is going to easily belay her efforts.
1: Yeah, she's and, a tiny woman. Yeah,
0: and so... As they sort of wrestle, they fall over, he gets shot, and they both fall into the water. And I know I made fun of the flashback young Mulder, Mm -hmm. Samantha! But now, in retrospect, hearing the way David Duchovny says it? That's how he says it. With very little affect, I I think it actually might have been a good comparison. Yeah,
1: no, he does it, it's the child actor spot on.
0: Yeah, because as Mulder (laughs) looks over the bridge, he's just like,
1: Samantha. you like, Samantha?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Mulder just isn't a, a very loud, angry guy. No,
1: no, no. We've seen that he in the is. past. No, he is. But either way, she falls over. He's upset. Um, But he has to go cry to his daddy.
0: Yeah, this is rough. So Mulder, I think, though, though he's gone back and forth in the beginning part of this episode as to whether or not Samantha is real, I think he now believes that she was. And so he yeah. basically has to go back to bad dad and say, I'm sorry, I lost her again.
1: Yeah, like, I, I lost her. And the dad is awful yeah. to him about so, this.
0: So the point where Mulder is, like, reduced to tears Yeah, of he's crying. Like, a little
1: boy's like, sorry, dad. Like, I'm so sorry, I lost her again. And the dad's like, yeah, you done did it. Yeah, I don't
0: even <laughs> want to give this to you, but Samantha insisted that I give this to you. In here's case you th-
1: get separated, here's a letter from yeah. your dead sister.
0: Here's a mysterious envelope and an access card to a health clinic. Not like you need it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But uh I guess he's it's a, a place where they're going to meet up technically. But you know now he's just going to go check it out.
0: So he's going to check it out on his own. And meanwhile, this is going to sort of be like Mulder and Scully on different paths right now. Scully's right. Gonna, really going to be on the sciency route where she,
1: as because she finds this out- happens a lot, where Scully will or Mulder will see like mm-hmm. physically see something happen, and the other one won't, mm-hmm. and then it's like not they both don't have the full picture and it happens a lot especially with Mulder seeing like aliens or seeing something happen experiencing it and then him Mo- Scully being like well wasn't there don't know what you're talking about
0: yeah because Scully sees here that they did find Samantha's body confirming to yes. Mulder she is dead but wait her face immediately corrodes yeah it's in like, green goo it
1: like turns into a big ball of goop it just like falls apart and that's because they we find out later that it's because it was cold in the river Yeah, and then as soon as they warmed her up it Disintegrated. because yeah, she has exactly. the, her the, the, blood is the virus. Yeah, the
0: blood is like contains this retrovirus that is quite literally alien. Yeah, but thrives in the cold. Mm-hmm. And so when taken out of the cold, when the body is dead, then that they turn to goop. Yeah, turn just turns they goop st- straight up to the gooped, goop. the gooped and gagged. Uh, so Mulder goes to this women's health clinic, and now it's revealed. Dun 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 Samantha was not Samantha.
1: No, she wasn't Samantha. She was another clone. And it's unclear. They don't confirm whether or not it is a clone of Samantha. But
0: But yeah, I think I think Chris Carter has said that it's not. It's not. That well, and
1: I think the they say, oh, this is the original. She's the one we're all coming from, and they mm-hmm. were like, and then that original says like we had to do this to get you to do what we wanted. Yeah,
0: but Chris Carter has said that he didn't want it to be the real Samantha because he said it'd be quote straight science fiction, and he said it would be too ridiculous.
1: Yeah, too ridiculous. And also, there's future episodes where it's there's still a lot to the Samantha mystery that needs to be uncovered. Yeah, I thought it was odd for a second
0: that like oh we're embracing this mystery in this second episode when this is like Fox Mulder's primary function.
1: Yeah, no, it was uh, it was all a lie. But as Mulder
0: gets brought in saying, Okay, you know, we're the we're the clones and we need your help. Mulder says, I'm not your savior. He couldn't be more right because the alien bounty hunter is there. Yeah. Mulder gets knocked out and the place gets set on fire.
1: Yeah, and Mulder again has to do fun like um low voice my voice hurts from some sort of injury acting yeah. in a bit
0: yeah exactly it's, it's a lot of injuries falling <laughs> fox Mulder over these two episodes
1: smoke inhalation injury angela x is back x is back sassy as ever yeah,
0: he is not happy that Mulder called upon him but basically molder's like this bounty hunter's gone i need to know where he went to and x is like basically his attitude is always like God damn it, fine. Where he's like, I disapprove of why you're doing this, Mulder, but and I'll be He give like kind of like
1: splurts the information out of him. Like, he's in the blah, 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 yeah, He went to
0: Alaska, but also BT dubs, you will only win the war if you pick the right battles, and I don't think you are right now. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, you're being dumb.
0: So, Scully finds an email from Mulder where he basically... <laughs> yeah, this is what we were talking about yeah, with yeah, the computer. he a note for her on his computer <laughs> yeah, knowing like that as if, it and find it. Yeah,
1: it's like, as if I were to go to the store and leave for you on the notes app on my computer open, Yeah, hey, went to the store. Well,
0: he knew, he knew I guess, that's that Scully would not be I Snoopy, guess, yeah. But basically saying, I'm taking off to protect you. I'm not telling you where I'm going. Yeah. This is for personal reasons, not professional reasons. I
1: mean, reasons. I get why he does this. He does not want Scully to be abducted again or... Like, yeah, get and, and, to and an and issue he, he at
0: least acknowledge that this is not to solve the mystery this is just like a vendetta i think for him
1: yeah but it is to solve the mystery like, yeah <laughs> not, like, the, like not like the yeah, larger mystery i guess right? so, like yeah.
0: the alien bounty hunter for all intents and purposes is
1: they think the he, they also think he's dead yeah. like which is dumb <laughs>
0: so scully meanwhile takes the note to heart but not really follows an instruction she immediately goes to skinner and is well, like well
1: no so she summons x to Mulder's apartment.
0: Right but that's b- b- after she goes to oh, Skinner yeah, 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 yeah. and says oh you know he saved my life you need yeah, to help Skinner's him. And Skinner's
1: like I can't help you. Like this-, this is not the FBI. Yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> am
0: I not the director of the FBI I can't up and leave to assistant go assistant director to-, to go help uh, you know, this random one agent who pers- who outright said, "I am not doing this for FBI reasons." Yeah,
1: like he, it was like wild of her to assume that he would
0: help. But, but it's fine. he does help. He does because so X comes by. Scully calls upon him, and he's like, "Uh, oh, wrong number." Bye.
1: Yeah, and he like won't tell her anything. He won't help her. But as on his way out, he's confronted by Skinner in the elevator. Holy who beats the shit out of him.
0: Holy moly! This was incredible. Uh, yeah. You know, we I thought for a while that Skinner was just. He was a wise old sage, but I thought that he was just the guy that sits alongside the sharpshooter on the hill. Yeah. You know, that he was sort no, of like mm-mm. out of his trade. Dude can still do it. Dude can still headbutt.
1: Yeah, and he's also, this is, like, for me, I didn't realize how important this was, because for me, I see Skinner as that, because of his, like, whole arc.
0: No, I thought he was just a a rando in a suit who yells at Mully and Scully. No,
1: no, no, no. I mean, he does do that, but he also is a badass, and he has convictions, and he wants to help, and he also is very protective of Mulder and Scully, Mm -hmm. and especially Scully,
0: yeah, this is a crazy-ass fight. Like, these two guys, it's, it's like the, the movie They Live with, like, it's pretty knock-out and drag-out, where well, they're I do think throwing that, each other against yeah, the wall. Yeah, and X is,
1: like, no, like, he's no, like, small, frail female like in Samantha, you know? Yeah. I think that he is his own right, like, very tough, and could, like, probably beat up somebody, no problem. And Skinner just, like, I think he also catches him by surprise, Yeah, too. I mean, the,
0: the elevator doors open, and here Skinner comes just, like, shoving him up against the wall, Yeah. But,
1: after he gets the info,
0: though, yeah, I mean, after it, it's a fight. Between, <laughs> Results. A fight between two characters I never thought would get into a fistfight, and <laughs> yeah. I'm all the better for, for seeing it. But like you said, Skinner does beat the information out of X. Yes, and so they're off to the Arctic, where we see that Mulder has somehow found the sub, just like stuck in the ice. This very much to me, this next part felt like the thing. Maybe it's the, yeah. the Arctic environment or the idea of the imposter. You know, mm-hmm. in, in, like, who can you trust with the shapeshifter? But yeah. I was, it was really evocative of that to me.
1: Yeah, plus there's, like, this only surviving crewman. It's very suspicious.
0: Yeah, so basically, the crewman, he runs into, quote-unquote, the last surviving crewman who says, basically, all oh, this bounty hunter's merciless. He sealed most of the crew in without air, and then he executed the rest of them.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, just kidding, that was me. Yeah, and Mulder's
0: <laughs> like, you know, uh, turns on him, he's what are you doing, what are you, okay, I can't do this anymore, I am the bounty hunter.
1: Yeah, it's me, and then they have a struggle, and Mulder gets exposed to the toxic blood. Well, he,
0: that's his fault, because he does shoot him, I guess he tries to go for the area that Samantha well, said, but yeah, he misses. yeah, a struggle. And then the blood, you know, leaks out, and we see Mulder's face begin to puff up, but basically, this bounty hunter... I want to say leaves him for death, throws him out of the sub and then submerges the sub. I don't know if he intended to like decapitate Mulder,
1: but maybe because
0: he just said like, I'm now you die. I don't know if it was more so we're going to leave you out exposed to the cold or I'm going to cut your head off with the sticking. I out mean, part of the who's sub. to say,
1: but before he does that, he gives him a little tidbit and says, Samantha's still alive. Yeah. Which I, is like, uh, 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 uh.
0: yeah, like, <laughs> oh, like insult to injury. I'm going to kill you all by, by also giving you this essential piece of truth. without That'll really, uh, you know, I think work against his intentions because Mulder at the very last second is able to see through his, his allergy blurred eyes and is able to roll just out of the way though. he He's getting chopped in half. Yeah. Though he's now still stranded in the cold. So really it's out of the frying pan into the fire.
1: Yeah. Well, but it's good that he's in the cold actually.
0: Yeah. Because that's all going to allow him to, to, you know, uh, be alive enough to get rescued and, By the field
1: hospital where we started.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now we're back here, and we do find that Scully is correct. He does need to be, uh, you know, he does need to to stay in the cold.
1: Because the alien blood that he was exposed to contains a retrovirus that is only contained by the cold. And it's interesting because... Or dies in cold temperatures. The opening
0: scene from Colony was really Scully and this doctor butting heads. But the doctor kind of graciously steps well, aside and allows Scully to take charge. I guess
1: at that point, it's like, what are their, you know, it's like, let him die or let this lady do something weird. Yeah,
0: like, all right, I guess we'll let her do something freaky. Cause yeah, he's flatlining right now. So I don't know what the other option is besides bringing in the EKG machine. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, Scully takes charge. So I know you spoke a lot about dr scully you this know doing, doing her scully. thing in a lot of episodes does she often take charge when it comes yes. to like the or too yeah
1: for sure especially if it's Mulder, she's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be the one because i am confident that i can fix him you know where she doesn't trust anyone else to do it the job um but yeah she definitely takes part and i mean we saw in that one episode she like rolls up her sleeves and helps out right but, I, but I would victims. say more so
0: that that the er doctor was the one that was in charge this is scully saying like
1: Okay, I know I'm new oh, here, but yeah, follow yeah, my yeah. orders. Yes, she does that, especially if it's something like alien-related that nobody knows about. So, she
0: recaps that after, due to her efforts, Mulder is recovering, slowly but surely. Uh, Scully, it's interesting, we sort of have like dueling perspectives here from Scully, where she says, everything I've experienced so far in the X-Files has challenged my faith in an ordered universe, but, ironically enough, it has emboldened me more to find out the truth you know, Sun saved Mulder's life. It's not like these two are completely separate instances they can mix together. And this is what
1: we've been leading to for, you know, a while now is her having that revelation. Right. That
0: It doesn't have to be one thing or the other. It can be both. Exactly. And so Mulder wakes up scully's a very sweet friendly face to wake up to i think it's it's a nice reverse from how we ended one yes. <laughs> breath uh, and you know much like scully Mulder had that that little like weak one-liner of i've got a bad case of freezer burn but despite you know i guess he's, he's thawing a bit in that Mulder, ironically enough despite you know being presented with what was the image of this sister that lost mm-hmm. him a while ago and was like the defining moment of his life so far despite losing her He is now more invigorated than ever. He says, I found something that I thought I'd lost. Faith to keep looking.
1: Yeah, which is great. I mean, because I do think that up until this point, and we even stopped, like much further along in season two, but from what we watched in one breath through now, he's continued that aspect of like, I don't know what's keeping me going. Like, Mm -hmm. why am I doing this? What's going on? Like now he's like reinvigorated.
0: Yeah. I find it interesting that, you know, even the mission with the Dwayne Berry stuff. Yeah. He had that sort of crisis of faith, but he, he found it. But I think this was really, again, this is like his one, a principle of Samantha got abducted. That makes me believe in aliens. I've got to find out the mystery.
1: And well, and, now, and also find out what happened to her. Yeah.
0: Now that he basically has a confirmation that like she is still alive and that there's <laughs> yeah, a chance to he an could, extent. that he could still find her, I think that really makes him feel like, okay, at I, least for now, oh, I was on the right track and I should continue to still be on the right track.
1: Yeah. And also like this virus is like it exists. Like it's so clear. So I think that they're both just like in it to win it now.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's an incredibly. Important two part episode. I feel like for a number of reasons, where it seems like this colonization thing is is here to stay. Mm -hmm. The alien bounty hunter here is here to stay, and Mulder kind of gets
1: his groove back. He gets his groove back. He's Stella.
0: Should also mention universal decision from the two of us. I think Spook of the Week has to be that alien bounty hunter because dude is quite literally spooky in his Terminator getup. So next week we are going to watch two episodes again, but they are not going to be linked. To the backbone of the show, I think we have two. One-offs, yeah, do we not? We have
1: two one-offs. We have two sort of monster of the week episodes that I felt like we, <laughs> first of all you would like, okay. and second of all, we're not like completely devastating. Mm-hmm. And you know, probably one of them is a little more fun. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that that's why we're going to watch those.
0: So the next two episodes we're going to be watching. And this is next podcast we're going to be actually finishing off season two. I believe we are going to be watching season two, episode 19. Dodd Is that how you pronounce it?
1: I don't know how you there's pronounce a, it,
0: a, but yes. Yeah. There's a, there's a line through the O. And so uh, yes. unfortunately, apologize to all of our Slavic. And I and guess Germanic that it
1: uh, links listeners. a little bit to what we just watched because it does take place in the Arctic. Yeah. And it looks like we're, we're going
0: back on a boat. We're, we're going back on a, on a boat
1: and it's, uh, it's more of a mystery.
0: So get your sea legs or your ice legs. And the other episode we're going to be watching is season. To episode 23,
1: Soft Light. Yeah, so this stars Monk. Oh, Tony re- Shaloub? Tony shalhoub Tony Shaloub shows up in X Files? Yeah, I think this is the one with Tony Shaloub. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah, so um, Soft Light is a great hold on, one. Hold on. I'm also
0: seeing here that this was written by Vince Gilligan. Yeah. <laughs> I know that he had, he got, he cut his teeth on the X-Files, obviously, before Breaking Bad. So maybe this is his premiere episode. I'm yeah. not sure, but that's fun. I think this is a
1: fan favorite, too. I think people really like this one because it, it has a component of Monster of the Week, but it's like, uh, kind of like, uh, science fiction-y, too. Okay.
0: Fun. So we're going to get it into everything soft and light with soft light as well as dot next week <laughs> as we finish off season two of the bloom files i have been loving i know season and there's two.
1: i hate to say it because there's so many episodes in season two that i would have loved for us to watch and i think that you know the listeners out there might be a little upset about it but I, I think that you know i'm i'm picking because yeah we only have so many we can cover and it's so hard so i'm sorry if we didn't get to your faves but
0: and i've been loving what we've been watching yes. so far so i don't i can't complain
1: And maybe one day I'll get you to watch the rest.
0: Yeah, one day. But for now, if you have any thoughts about .com or... almost sounds like .com. (laughs) It does
1: sound like that.
0: uh, Feel free to write into us BloomFiles at PostShowRecaps.com or X-Files at PostShowRecaps.com. And I do promise... We are covering those two episodes. Again, apologies about the, the mix-up going into this week. If you have any thoughts about the whole uh, Colony Endgame duology as well, you can write in there too. You can also write into us on the social media, on Twitter specifically. I am at a Mike Bloom type. Angela is at Ange Pelagi, And we are, of course, at Post Show Recaps. Subscribe to our X-Files only feed if you have not yet. That is available on the podcatcher of your choice. And, uh, you know, unlike the Alien Bounty Hunter, let's our profile raise more and more we do not want to sink into the icy waters of obscurity on the podcast yeah so uh we always appreciate any ratings and reviews you may have and of course keep the conversation going on the the post show recap discord as well if you're a patron lots of incentives if you're a post show recap patron including you get to check on myself and liana boris taking over post show recaps theater for one week as we got to watch paul blart mall cop with which Angela watched with me for a good, like, 15
1: minutes? Uh No, I was doing work while you started it, and I was like, honestly, I need to put my headphones in and watch something else, because this is upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I need to
0: find something that, like, contributes at least a little bit more intellectually than Paul Blart Mall Cop. That being said...
1: Yeah, rough stuff.
0: <laughs> we had a great time. You can be like Angela and not have to watch Paul Blart. We, we go through it all detail by excruciating detail, but we had a great time, so check that all out in addition to all the other great patron stuff on Posture Recaps proper... Also, special thanks, as always, to the great Corey B for his fantastic theme song, which you should be hearing very shortly. That's going to do it for the Bloom Files again next week. Season 2, episode 19.com and Season 2, episode 23. Soft, like, cannot wait. We'll talk to you all next week. But for now, case closed.